Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What's up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 130 of the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have a repeat guest, Shauna Dexter from Recreating Rays. She was last on this podcast on episode 16, way back in 2017. A lot has changed in her life since then, her business and her personal life as well. This episode's great. She shares a lot of insights of what she's done over the last 12 years in business to change the outlook and the intention and everything that she does in Recreating Rays and everything else that she's involved with in the business. It's quite an amazing story of how much has changed in her life since 2017 and let alone since 2011 when she first started the business. So please check this out. It's a great episode to learn about building your business, building your brand, building a team, uh, enticing and incentivizing your your team and everything else involved with owning a business. This is a great information. Make sure you get out a pen and a piece of paper, jot down some notes. This is a great episode. Shauna, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. It's always great to reconnect with people that we've interviewed in the past. And as always, the Happy Tans podcast is sponsored by the Happy Tans website builder, the first and the only website builder created specifically for the sunless tanning industry. You get a beautiful looking website, you get found online. All of it comes in our pre-packaged websites. We have a white glove service where we actually build the website for you completely. In fact, about 95% of people that sign up take advantage of the service. For a one-time fee of $2.99, we'll build the website of your dreams. Again, not only is it going to look beautiful, it's going to help you get found online, which Shauna referenced in this video, in this uh, episode as well, how important Google was for her and her business. So please check us out, happytans.com. Click the Create Your Website button now to learn more. We're here to help you. And also, please check out our new review tool, Sinisto, which is spelled S-Y-N-I-S-T-O.com. Again, S-Y-N-I-S-T-O.com. We have a, currently running a special on that tool. It's a review tool to help you get more reviews for your business. You can manage your reviews, check your reviews, reply to your reviews, send out review requests via SMS and emails, everything else, all within the tool. Check it out, Sinisto.com. Again, S-Y-N-I-S-T-O.com. It's a new tool. We have a lot of people on there now that are loving using it. We're going to continue to grow it with the feedback of the user. So please join us. Check it out. If you have any questions, you know where to find me, grant at happytans.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have repeat guest Shauna Dexter from Recreating Rays. How are you doing today, Shauna? I'm great, Grant. Thank you. Yeah, it's so nice to have you back. I'm glad we reconnected. That was uh, over six years ago, 2017, we recorded the last one. It's so hard to believe. <laughs> it is wild to think about. Yeah. Time, times have changed. Things have changed. Uh, you've evolved and a lot has changed for you and your professional life and recreating Rays and everything else you've been involved with. So, But for a second, I want to open up the floor so you can introduce yourself to those that may have not heard of the first episode. It was episode 16 of the podcast back in 2017. <laughs> But I'd love for you to like introduce people to yourself and let them know. Um, I know that there's that episode, but for people that haven't heard that, I would love for them to know a little bit background about you and, and your uh, journey in the sunless industry. Yeah, well, um, I'm Shauna Dexter. I, my baby is recreating race spray tan studio. We're two studios currently in the Kansas City metro area. And um, I started this business as a side gig to my full-time job. 
back in July of 2011. So it's been 12 years and yeah, going back and listening to the podcast from six (laughs) years ago this morning was such an eye opener of how far I've come in now six more years. um, Mm -hmm. Because at that point I had been in business for six years and I've come a crazy long way from doing tans in my basement (laughs) part-time to eventually opening the city's first brick and mortar sunless only studio. Um, Since that time now we have opened a, well, moved to that location essentially from 1100 square feet to 1800 square feet and gone from three spray rooms to five custom spray rooms and a Versa spa in that location. And then we have another mini location inside a salon right now um, with two rooms, but we are negotiating the lease on another brick and mortar that will be all (laughs) ours currently. So we've got a lot going on Yeah, always, but it has been a wild ride. It, you know, I talked in episode 16 about Amanda, who was actually a contractor for me at the time. She eventually gave up her own business and has worked with me for the last uh, six years plus Damn. managing my business for me. Um, and we've grown from me, her and Kristen to still me, her, and Kristen, but plus about 15 more now. So it's <laughs> that's been a amazing. Wild ride. Yeah, that is sounds like a wild ride. It's amazing. It's cool to see. I, I was I was thinking when you said that, hey, I listened to this six years ago and now you see how much has changed. I was thinking it's too bad that not m- more people have documented or you know have recorded something where you can reference that and see just you know, if nothing else, For a pat sure. on the back to see how far you've come and what you thought you Hey, we could never get here, but here we are. And now you can go to the next level. It's right? funny because I, I considered myself such a wild success back then. <laughs> um, and so I just, before we sat down to record this, I went and looked at our revenue from that yeah. year. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, you know, almost 10 times that now. Yeah, and I'm like, amazing. wow, like we've just, we you can accomplish a lot. And I think, you know, I wish I would have journaled more or things like that to have, because it's been the personal journey has been Mm. just as wild as the business journey. And my life on a personal level has changed so dramatically as well. So uh, tip number one, journal. Yeah, so you can go back and look at how yeah. far you've come because I really wish I would have done that. Yeah, I intermittently do it, but not enough. And funny you say that. I have a quote by Jim Rohn on my board right over here. It says, your level of success will seldom exceed your level of personal development, which is so true, right? So at some point at any time. Freaking truth. Yeah. Uh, sometimes in my business, I feel like I get to the point where I'm the blockade that's like preventing that next level. So I have to look, you know, you got to look inside and say, what can I do to improve this? Whether it's going to mentors or whoever else and saying, hey, what's, what am I missing? What am I doing? And lots of times. Yes. Like for yourself. me, it was like giving up control. <laughs> it was learning to not be a control freak Yeah. and learning to let people help me mm-hmm. and, um, letting people do what they're good at and realizing like, I am not good at everything. Yeah, (laughs) And there are a whole lot of things (laughs) that I don't want to do. Right. So, you know, I, 
it was funny you asked me in that podcast, um, you know, because I had a couple employees then and it was like, how have how has my role changed? And yeah. I was like, well, not much. And that was the truth. I didn't know how go. to be a boss. I didn't know how yeah. to be a leader. And I was a control freak. Mm-hmm. So I didn't let anybody do anything except for spray tan. And as I have learned and grown personally and professionally and given up control. And literally today I do no tans <laughs> ever. Like maybe I think actually I'm working next Friday because we have like five people off. Um, <laughs> but I spend a few hours a week on my business and the girls just run the show and it's amazing. Right. Um, and I'm assuming that, you know, not, I think a lot of people that come on, they have a hard time bringing somebody and they have a hard, super hard time letting go. I get that. It's hard to let mm-hmm. go of what you've worked so hard to accomplish. Nobody can ever do this as good as me. You care as much as me, except we have all these things that go through our head. Right. So, but also when the people that work with you on your team, get that buy-in from you that, Hey, Shauna, trust me with X, Y, and Z, they're more invested in in it as well, which I'm assuming you see the same. Like, hey, they only let me, they clearly don't trust me to do anything but this, you know? And then when you start getting people more and more, they're like, okay, let's let's keep moving. I, I care more. I want to do more. I want to help more. And then they have kind of some, some skin in the game, so to speak. For sure. That's how I've gotten longevity out of my employees mm. is by giving them roles that are beyond just being a spray tanner yeah um as they've earned that um Mm -hmm. with me and sadie who is our general manager now you know she started at our front desk part-time and then she became a part-time spray tanner and then she became Mm -hmm. a full-time spray tanner and then she became a studio manager and now she oversees both locations so it's like as you start to give up some of that responsibility from yourself mm-hmm. to others and let them carry the ball, so to speak. Yeah. And step back and say, Hey, you know, trust for me is the biggest thing. It is our core value, yeah, so- um, loyalty and trust. And when you trust people, my mama told me when I was 14 years old, trust, trust them until they give you a reason not to. Mm-hmm. And that has stuck with me. And so when you trust people and you say, okay, I, I trust you to do the right thing. Here's some boundaries. Here's some guidelines on what I would like you to do and how I expect this to be done. But if you have ideas outside of this as well, I'm an open book, come talk to me. Mm -hmm. And that over the last three years, that is how we have flourished. Post pandemic, this business exploded. And it was because I gave up a lot of the control. Gave some autonomy. Yeah, that's great. What do you think the, what do you think holds people back? I know sometimes for me, at least if I'm not like actively working, I worry that my team's like grants not work. And you know what? Not why should we, cause they are the hardest workers. They don't care about that. But right. in my mind, I'm always thinking like, if I'm not working, somebody's going to notice and be like, you know, whatever <laughs> that that's for me, at least. I don't know if other people feel that way. Like, Oh, sh-, you know, I had to get over that. Yeah. Honestly, I really did. I had to get over and I still struggle with it from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm the person who has all of the skin in the game. Mm-hmm. I am the person who has put everything I own 
yeah. on the line for this business. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm this person sitting here with all the business debt <laughs> and, um, and they know that and mm-hmm. they respect that. And they know that I'm always looking out for them. I have their backs mm-hmm. and, um, have, you know, given them as much as I can at this point and will continue to do so. And so when you invest in your people and you give them, you know, things to work toward, there are only so many things in a small business that people can do. Right. Right. Um, So I can't have eight managers when I have two locations, (laughs) but you know, when you're very specific about this is your job and people feel some ownership over Mm -hmm. that job. And then you create an environment that they just love being in. Then, you know, I don't think my girls probably care too much that I'm not there. I think if I started showing up at the studio every day, they'd be like, uh, wait, (laughs) can you go, can you go back home, please? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, I just, I trust them to do their jobs. And as long as we keep getting those five-star reviews, they know the expectation Mm -hmm. and they know what they're supposed to do. And I think that, you know, as owners, we, it can be difficult to step away and Mm -hmm. be like, but this is what I worked for. Right. I worked the last, you know, 12 years of my life to get to a place where I had some financial stability. I had time freedom. And that was always the vision. And I never thought I'd get there, yeah. but here we are. It got a little, and, fuzzy, you know, a little fuzzy at times. Things got in the way, right? <laughs> a lot of things got in the way. Yeah. You know, I love shiny objects. <laughs> we all do. We I all have do. A shiny object syndrome. Yeah, we all do. But now I have so sure. much time on my hands that I started coaching because I was just like, literally had an identity crisis last yeah. year like who am i without recreating race right. who am i without being there every day exactly. and wow i have a whole lot of hours every day mm-hmm. so time freedom sounds great <laughs> if you need a little balance because yeah, boredom do. definitely sets in i'm not ready to retire yet that's for <laughs> sure for sure so lots has changed uh yeah obviously as we said uh, but one thing I want to highlight is that, you know, the 12 years thing. So I get emails all the time. People have been at, working at their business and doing this and that, and they're struggling or it's not picking up enough momentum. But then, you know, one of the reasons for the podcast when we started back in 2016, 2017 was that we wanted to show, we wanted to showcase the effort that people put in and how long realistically it took. Occasionally you get that person that starts and then six months a year, they have a location, they got staff, you know, whatever, everything, a lot the stars align. Um, obviously they still work for it, but it can happen quicker. Right. But then you have people that are been doing it for years and they haven't quite got to where they are, but like Shauna just said, 12 years, right. It's took that long, lots of, you know, curves in the road to get to where you are, to have the ability to have a team and the time freedom and be able to kind of step out of the day to day, which is an amazing feeling I'm sure. But also just to put in perspective that it takes a lot of time and effort and, things like that. So uh, all that to say, you know, somebody like Shauna that could help coach if, you know, if that's something you're interested in to be able to help you find out what you, what, what you need to do to get to whatever that level is for you, right? Everybody has different goals and aspirations. So for sure, you know, and, and they evolve over time. I, mm-hmm. when I started 12 years ago, I just wanted to be self-employed. And as 
the business became more successful and I started to see what it could be, Mm -hmm. then the vision got bigger for me. But that's not the case for everyone. And it shouldn't be the case Mm -hmm. for everyone. Not everybody (laughs) has um, this love of risk (laughs) that I do. But, you know, that's Mm -hmm. the reality is I, I have put my retirement and my home on the line to be able to do this in my business. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of people are willing to do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to have some expectations have to align mm-hmm. with what you can do. And when you talk about people who are like the overnight success, well, those overnight successes have a lot of money behind them. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you something, <laughs> it takes a lot of money yeah. to grow exponentially. It I you're not going to blow up on Instagram or TikTok <laughs> and 10 times your business in a year. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. Sorry. Yeah. Agree. <laughs> oh, Agree. <laughs> that, that may make some people mad, but it's just not really the reality in a service-based business. It takes a long time to build a repeat client clientele and people who are referring to you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If you had to pinpoint one thing that has uh, I guess the biggest lever to pull to grow your business, what has that been? Like what's, where have you seen the most growth? If it's not social media, is it the web? Like, what does that look like for you guys? I think for us, it's been all over the board mm. over 12 years, right? It started with Google and Google mm. ads. Back when I started, I could get, I could acquire a client for 50 cents. Yeah. And yeah. that was, yes, I would do that all day long. Right. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, referrals started coming in. We got to a point for a long time where we did zero marketing. I did not spend a dollar on marketing because we were full always. And that has its own set of problems, right? When people are like, well, where do I go to get a spray tan? Don't say (laughs) recreating rays because you can never get in. Right. You know, and that was my like, (laughs) wait, like we're not fulfilling our demand. That's wild to think about. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, social media now, there was a time when you could acquire a client on Instagram or Facebook for 50 cents, just like there was on Google, right? Mm -hmm. It all costs money. And we did a big last fall, we put some money into it and said into both Google and Mm -hmm. social and said, let's see this and let's try it our marketing company that does our marketing for us Mm -hmm. because that's another thing i've taken off my plate um they executed those campaigns for us and reality was social media was not where it's at for us yeah it's hard it costs a lot of money to acquire a client to actually bring someone through your door Mm -hmm. a follower not so much but to bring someone through your door costs a lot of money um Google, our client acquisition cost is around $8 now. So it's gone up tremendously, but I will spend $8 because we charge $65 for a spray tan. Yeah. So one tan, that doesn't mean they can come, you know, forever, right? (laughs) Exactly. And, but I will say the thing that worked the absolute best for us is our ambassador program. Hmm. We have ambassadors who have they blew up this business about a year after the last time we talked, I brought my first one on. I, and had no idea what to expect. And she single-handedly has sent us, I would 
guess, well over a thousand clients over the last six, seven years. And, um, and we've slowly added to that. We have six ambassadors right now. Um, and I do, I pay them a commission, $5 for every new client they get us. Mm. We pay that out quarterly and just a one-time thing. One time. Because I don't have a way to track long term, like, and, but, you know, they all love us. And that's the thing. When you create a community that people love and that they want to be a part of, they're happy to get some free tans and to just talk (laughs) about you. Right. And the fact that they get a little kickback in return, most of them, I didn't pay any of them actually until this year. This is the (laughs) first year I've paid them. Um, And they just did it because they love us and because they got some free tans and that really, when you have people in your community who are influential, Mm -hmm. I don't like the term influencer. It has kind of this negative connotation now, but there are a lot of people who are influential in their circle for sure. And they don't, and that doesn't have to be on social media. Yeah, That can be, you know, the girl who's on the news or it can be, (laughs) you know, Brittany Mahomes. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just my personal experience. Yeah, but sure. you know, it it can come in so many different ways. Every community has influential people, yeah. and when you can get your hands on those people for free, it's the best marketing there is. Yeah, yeah. Word of mouth's great. Obviously, it's basically what it is, right? Just coming from somebody with some type of uh, platform, I guess I should say, regardless of that's social exactly. media or in the community, like you said. That's a great way. Obviously, I've always been a huge proponent of Google. Obviously, we do websites or you know SEO and all that stuff. So I get that uh, over social media, especially the way the costs have gone up, especially that at least what I found was with social media, you really need some kind of enticing offer, right? And people don't want to discount their tan. So how can you get people's attention away from these stupid videos they're watching? Uh, you know, excuse me for calling them stupid, but most of them are stupid. <laughs> And um, I don't, I don't like social media. So, uh, so um, get away from these videos and focus, you know, on Google where somebody's actually seeking the service. Right. Which is, I try to tell people all the time. Yeah. Yes. And that is the same thing I tell my coaching clients is like, the thing about Google is these people are looking for a spray tan today. They are actively looking for this service instead of just floating by them (laughs) and their stories while they're just manically tapping the next button right you know and i think people there was a time when you could blow up your business on instagram Mm -hmm. and that time is long gone Mm -hmm. and so i see so many people devoting so much time to social media and i think it's because it's what they feel comfortable with it it's fun it's like but it is not likely getting you new clients and i'm in the game of bringing people through my door. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It's good to hear that. I, I think the, like you said, people are seeking it out. Um, obviously they're looking for it. And I was almost find it laughable. Sometimes I still hear people in the groups. I don't have a website. I just do social media, right? They've experienced it. I just think like how much more success could you have with this? You know, it's, it just, it always blows my mind. Cause I could see the numbers of people that search out, seek out spray tans in an area. And you know, like, right. You're missing out on all every month. You're missing out on these people. It's just like, uh, it blows my mind. <laughs> it is. It's if you don't have a website, mm-hmm. it, you will never <laughs> be what you could be. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. So, 
I agree with that. Whether it's from a searchability standpoint or a, or a um, credibility standpoint, I, yeah, we yeah. flip both sides of the coin. It's like, For sure. I go to their Instagram. I want to see their website. I want to see if they're legit. Has it been updated? Do they have pictures? All this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? But it's anyway. And that's can... the thing. They they feed off each other, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we pay someone t- to do our marketing every month and to post mm-hmm. for us and do this. Yeah. But that's really just to show, hi, we're still here. Yeah. I don't, that's not my way of selling my yeah. business right. and selling our service. Yeah. Um, that's just a, if somebody happens on our page, Yep, we posted two days ago. Except still when I was doing it myself a couple <laughs> of years ago, we may have posted three months ago. <laughs> but like, are they yeah. still in business? Let's see. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Let me click over here and see right. if I can get an appointment. Right. Oh wait, there are no appointments available. I know. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's good to hear that. I you know people are tired of hearing me say it because obviously we're in the business of the websites, but I just right. do it because it's 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 there. It's like low hanging fruit for us. It's like you're missing out if you don't have this. So, um, which we could talk about that stuff all day. But let's talk a little bit about. Um, let, let me see where we want to go with this. I, I think the the team thing is interesting. You said uh, Amanda and Kristen. You said right. I've been there yeah. with you. So they've been there with you. Um, obviously finding them sounds like it was a foundational piece to now the growth to where you are 15 more people on top of that. Is there any like one or two tips you give people on that? Um, finding those people, I think is the most challenging. The trust thing, obviously you kind of referenced that already, but more interested in how do you find those people? You know, if you had to give somebody a couple tips on that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I will say hiring has gotten a little easier over the last year. At Post pandemic, it was wowzes um it was rough yeah and we were and our business was really growing and we were just having the hardest time finding anyone um but you know Kristen has worked for me for seven years Amanda six Kristen is a spray tanner she's a part-time spray tanner and she is happy as a clam being a spray a (laughs) part-time spray tanner Mm -hmm. Amanda did have her own spray tanning business mobile Mm -hmm. Um, she worked contract for me for about six months before I had a difficult conversation and asked her to give up that business and come mm-hmm. work with me. Yeah. And it was the best thing that ever happened to my business because Amanda is good at all the things I'm not good at. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so operationally, you know, I'm a big picture vision girl and she's a nuts and bolts. Let's figure out processes person. And yeah. so <laughs> being able to have that yin and yang has been part of our success story um but then most of honestly most of our hires come from their either clients Mm -hmm. um who have been in and experienced recreating race and just see the vibe right because we definitely have a certain vibe Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and you have to be intentional about creating that. And that's probably one of the biggest things I say to owners is like, you have to know who you are as a business before you can bring people into the fold and ask them to recreate, recreate that. Recreating yeah. ways. <laughs> um, but you have to be really confident in who you are and what the business is and what you stand for. And building that community, because otherwise, when you start to bring people in, they may not be the best fit. They may not be know what you want or 
we were for a while just taking warm bodies like okay (laughs) can you have a conversation with someone yes okay you're hired (laughs) um and now we have developed this like four-step protocol that allows us to um kind of test people out Mm -hmm. before they come to work for us um and then our we have a extensive training program and that literally is a couple months long mm-hmm. so you know finding people is difficult i'm not out there on indeed trying to get my yeah, sure people that way we have tried that and for us it's just i find there's a lot of people who are probably like collecting unemployment they're just like submitting applications yeah sure, <laughs> and sure. um for us it mostly our most of our employees come from they are clients or social mm. they follow us on social and just see the vibe and think that looks fun yeah yeah and they make good money so <laughs> yeah I think it's a good, yeah, I think uh, starting internally, obviously people that have experienced it and are interested, obviously they have an interest in if they come to get spray tans um, and then, you know, everybody's always looking for a job that they can enjoy and truly love going to. So I think that's important. The atmosphere, like you said, the the whole vibe of what you are as recreating Rays or, or what the, the business is, is important. Um, people have to really tie into that and believe in it and stand behind it mm-hmm. and, and everything. So that's flexibility. Definitely like we... Like I said, next Friday, I have to work because we have five people off. <laughs> um, we offer like extreme flexibility mm. with our staff. And we ask for the same in return, because guess what? There are definitely peaks and valleys in service. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so they understand that there will be weeks mm-hmm. where they maybe if they normally work three shifts, they work one shift because we don't need them. Mm-hmm. So it's a give and take, right? And as long as everybody's on the same page and everybody knows the expectation, yeah. things generally work out much better. Yeah, very. Are the employees, if you don't mind me asking, are they 1099 or W-2? W-2, uh, okay. I'm gonna get on my soapbox for a second. <laughs> sure. If someone is working for you in your spray tan studio, they are a W-2 employee, mm. period. A 1099 contractor is someone who owns their own business. Amanda was truthfully a 1099 contractor when she came to work for me. She owned her own business. I gave her business and said, here, (laughs) you know, and we had an exchange there. Mm -hmm. But if someone works in your business, you provide their solution, you provide their gun, you tell them what to do, how to do it and when to do it. They are your employee. And if you are not paying them as such, best of luck. I got audited last year by the state division of labor um, because they wanted to ensure that all of my employees were correctly classified. Mm. It went back four years. So had I not been doing the right thing for four Mm. years, the amount of money I would have owed would have put me out of business. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Thank figured you for giving were, me that platform. No, no, no. I figure they're definitely yeah. I hear people all, oh, yeah. it is rampant in the beauty industry, period. Mm-hmm. But 
I am so passionate about this. If you can't afford to hire people the wrong, the right way, you can't afford to hire people. Yeah. yeah. And that's just how it is. Yeah, very true. I think a lot of people try to uh, get around that uh, by doing the 1099 oh, right Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> oh, yes. And trust me, I would be very, I would be thrilled to not pay payroll taxes. Yeah, the, yeah. the amount of money I pay in payroll taxes annually on a $200,000 payroll is a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And it's the right thing to do by your employees. And guess sure. what? One of those people gets laid off or gets fired and they go and claim unemployment. Here comes the Department of Labor. Hope you've done what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. It will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Well, thank you for sharing. I think that that's helpful <laughs> for people, like you said. And, and, you know, if you can't, if you look at it and say, I'm not able to afford that, there's other ways. It's not saying you can't hire somebody. Maybe your pricing's too low. Maybe you're spending too much on X, Y, and Z. Maybe you're spending too much money, <laughs> taking too much money out of the business than you should be. There's a lot of things to look at. And again, it comes back to what your intentions are with the business as well, right? So you got to- For sure. And that's for me, like Kristen was my first employee. She worked not even 10 hours a week, mm-hmm. you know, back then. And so growing, you know, your employees growing as the business grows and mm-hmm. hours grow and availability grows and your demand grows, all that should happen gradually. Mm-hmm. And- you know, take the chance on the 10 hours a week and do it the right way mm-hmm. and show yourself, okay, I can do this. Yeah. I can do this the right way. And then, and you just get used to paying it. Like <laughs> the numbers I'm dealing with now, like yeah, if you would have told me even three years ago that we'd be, our payroll would be this, I would have lost my mind, <laughs> but it's just been such a gradual thing for us. Right. That's not, yeah, it's not as painful to, to do. That. <laughs> yeah. So it, yeah, let's go ahead. I was just gonna say, yeah. I mean, it's hard to pay the taxes, right. And to see the amount of money we pay in taxes, but that's our job. That yeah. is as an owner, it's our job to do things the right way. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like you said, you're doing right by the employees. You're doing right by the, obviously the government, um, you're doing right by everybody. So it's important to right. do that. Uh, do, if you don't mind me asking, do they get commission as well on products and stuff like that? Or my girls just this year, we started paying a retail commission on our brand. Mm-hmm. So we have like a little, uh, retail area in mm-hmm. our new studio. And so anything that is a recreating raised branded product, mm-hmm. they get just 10% commission. It's just a little bonus. Sure. I don't have like expectations and quotas that I expect them to meet in sales. That that's just not for me. We're here to provide a great service and that's yeah. our job. And I know plenty of people who do have quotas and whatnot, and that's great for them. Yeah. That's not my philosophy. And so they get some commission. And they get commission on membership sales and, but it's minimal, sure. like a few extra bones every month. Yeah. Yeah. It's still good. Yeah. It's still a good reward, but it's not something that's going to, you, you got to make sure it's sustainable. Right. So that's one thing you got to think about. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why we do it on our brand, right? Yeah. Because the margins on a regular retail product yeah, just aren't what they are on anything that we manufacture and brand ourselves. So 
you have to make sure, you know, this where knowing your numbers mm-hmm. comes in and you've got to make sure that you build that in. All of my girls are paid hourly. I do not pay commission on services. Mm-hmm. Um, as we raise prices, I raise prices because the business needs the money, mm-hmm. not because it's a willy nilly thing to do. <laughs> and, you know, if I'm paying commission, well, their commission rate is going up. They're making more money too. And so we pay hourly. We have, it's very structured mm-hmm. and it's just, you know, all things that I've learned by trial and error. Yeah. yeah. yeah so many so people like- are afraid to pay hourly because they're like, well, if they're just sitting there, well, if you're paying them 10 bucks an hour and you can't afford for them to sit there for an hour, then. Yeah. You need that, to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. You probably shouldn't have them. So. <laughs> I see you guys have memberships. Is that a popular thing? Do you guys push that a lot or? Yeah. So our member, the membership changed the game for mm. recreating race. The recurring race. Um, yeah. When we started it and I had talked about it briefly on the last podcast and mm-hmm. it was a different structure then. Um, but when I changed the structure to make it a low monthly cost and then a percentage off, it blew up. And my goal has always been to, have memberships pay my rent. So even at $25 a month, they're paying, you know, my rent right now for my two locations is roughly $5,500 a month. Mm-hmm. And our memberships pay for that. That's great. At $25 a month. Yeah. So that's always been the goal. And then everything else on top of that, yeah, they get a percentage off. Of, they get for. 50% off when they come in. Yeah. Um, but our our membership so far this year has brought in over a hundred thousand dollars in revenue. That's and that's it's only about probably twenty percent of our revenue, but it's recurring. Sure. And I know it's coming on the first yeah. of every month before yeah. the rent comes out on the fifth. <laughs> so yeah, that's a yeah. I don't know if I've seen a membership model, so people should check it out. I mean, I could just twenty five dollars a month, fifty percent off services, ten percent off teeth whitening, twenty percent off recreating rays brand products, and ten percent off other products. Really cool, really cool. There's method. a strategy behind that. So if somebody would like to book a coaching call with me, I'd be <laughs> happy to share the strategy, yeah. but and the sales strategy behind it too, because. Yeah. There's a method to the madness. Mm-hmm. We used to do what a lot of people do, the unlimited memberships or the two tans a month. Um, yeah. And that can work okay when it's just you. But as you grow, mm-hmm. you it's not sustainable. Right. I could see that being an issue. I've learned the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Most people are unlimited, you know, nine, nine bucks a month or whatever it is. And yeah. they just, they're just looking, probably looking short-sighted and it's easy to do at how quickly can I build this recurring revenue up to right. X amount. Right. So this is right. Uh, I get it. Yeah. Makes it's- sense then. But when you have employees and they rely on uh, tips and gratuity as mm-hmm. a big chunk of their pay, it doesn't work. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause you're not transacting every time. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Very good. Very good. Awesome. Um, well, I mean, we've, we've been chatting for a while. There's so much, we so much more I feel like we could talk about. Is there anything else that you want to hit on, uh, you know, outside of what we've covered already? I mean, I could talk business forever. I, <laughs> I actually do talk business yeah. a lot these days with yeah. coaching, uh, amazing, yeah. getting here on zoom. I was like, wow, I just feel like I'm at home. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, my passion now has really become, as I said, like I had a little bit of an identity crisis last year. Like who am I without being inside recreating rays all the time? And, um, I had been having people ask me for literally years, like, Mm -hmm. will you help me with my business? And I didn't have the time then. And I had a lot of imposter syndrome. Like, who am I? Like, I, I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) I happened upon all of this, but fact is I can take a step back now and say, like, I've made some right moves and I've made some good decisions Mm -hmm. and I've bet on myself and, So I started business coaching this year, um, kind of dipping my toe in that and realized that most people know what they need to do. They just lack the wherewithal, the accountability and the confidence to execute. Um, So I'm currently finishing up my life coaching certification because I do think that in the beauty industry, business and life are like the combined they are so intertwined um that it's one and the same and i have been in the place where i worked myself literally into the ground in 2019 my breaking point my rock bottom and had an epiphany like i i have burnt my nervous system to the ground and I had to make changes. And so, you know, I think it's it's, my passion now is really in helping people see that you can build a business that is sustainable Mm -hmm. and a lifestyle that you love, but it, it takes intentionality and you have to make be intentional about it. You have to know what you're working toward. You have to know what your version of success is. Yeah. And if you just are out there willy-nilly making decisions, you will end up where I did. <laughs> and it's not a pretty place to be. Yeah, and it took sure. me, you know, a couple of years to come back around and oh. get out of that. And so I'm coaching. I am starting beauty biz life. Um and we'll just see where that goes. That's my, it's kind of my passion project. It's That's awesome. my way of giving back and helping people, mm-hmm. you know, get out of their own way yeah. because most of us, that's the issue. We just got to get out <laughs> of our own ways. That is. That's why mentors and coaches are so important. I think people are, you know, kind of coming around to that. And, the, and I think the, the nomenclature, whatever you call it, the names of it kind of get mixed up and people are thinking about right. this garbage they're seeing online about hey let me teach you all this stuff right and it's like you know find somebody that's done what you want to do you know seek them out somebody like shauna if you want to have what shauna you know the locations the staff all that if you want that you know find somebody that's done it find somebody that's uh shauna's literally been through it she's been through the ringer she went down (laughs) she went down with it and it's come back up uh and she can share her experience and probably save you some years and anxiety and stress and everything oh my gosh (laughs) if i would have had somebody walking through this process with me i could have probably done it in less than 12 years (laughs) and um maybe not had a mental breakdown along the way so that would have been fantastic but you know what (laughs) i i learned a lot in the process and i'm 
now I get to give that back. Yeah, so. absolutely. If somebody wants to learn more about that, what's the best way to to con- or find out about that? Well, that so thing? right now I'm just on Instagram, Beauty Biz Life. Mm-hmm. Um, I am starting. I just put a website up, but all that has is like a free coaching application. Awesome. It will soon have all the details on my coaching, and I'm. Yeah, and that's beautybizlife.com because okay. this podcast will live on long after this discussion. So <laughs> beautybizlife.com, hopefully it will still be there when you're looking for it. <laughs> Definitely. We'll, we'll link all that, uh, your Instagram as well as the website. Uh, Sean, it was great to, to, ha- to connect again. Obviously, it's been a while since we spoke, six years. We'll see each other in about a month and a half at, at Slay the Spray with Slay Kelly. Spray. And, yeah, which will be amazing. I'll Let's do it. That. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Um, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, any parting piece of guidance for for the audience? Ah, uh, yeesh. Believe in yourself. <laughs> Believe in yourself. I love it. If I, you know, confidence is such an important part of the, being a business yeah. owner and, and understand that building a service-based business takes time and overnight success is not a reality. Yeah. So just because you put your sign up and say, I'm doing spray tans doesn't mean people are going to start blocking through your door. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it takes time. Right. Yeah, and, and, and you have to love it. You have to love it to wait it out. So. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely do. And the, the beauty of it is no pun intended that building the book of business is really, you know, you have people come and they come back, right? It's not a one-time transaction. It's not a, you know, not even a real estate agent, but somebody that has these transactions right. every year, few years, right? It's, Somebody come back every month, every two weeks, whatever that looks like. So focus on build each person. Think about how much they can bring to your business, how much you can help them, and then how much you can grow from there. Um, and think why, you know, why not me instead of why me, right? It's like you, you can Amen. do this. Yeah. Why not me? Yeah. If I, I have literally told myself that so many times yeah. and, you know, it's hard to believe in yourself. It is <laughs> when you don't have the knowledge and you're like out here winging it, but I I'm living proof that yeah. you can build a really, really strong, successful business and not know anything. <laughs> <laughs> we all got to learn somehow. Amen. Well, thank you so much again, Shana. Have a great day and happy tanning. <laughs>